There's a reason many professional riders are such big fans of Neutrina's Pro Force feeds. Winners align themselves with winners, and they know choosing high-quality nutrition is one of the biggest ways to give their horses a leg up in the arena. ProForce is the only feed on the market with rebound technology that helps your horse recover faster so you can keep winning. All ProForce products also include marine source calcite to support gastric health and help maintain a normal stomach pH. Visit NeutrinaWorld.com for more information. Fuel the win with ProForce. Hello, everybody. My name is Ifa, and I am with the Young Black Equestrians. I am a equestrian fitness trainer bringing health and wellness to anyone who rides a horse. You are now tuned into Young Black Equestrians. I am. I am. I am. I am a young. I am a young. I am a young. I am. And I am a young. Black. A young black. Young. Black. A young black. Black. Black equestrian. 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 Black equestrian. Equestrian. Black equestrian. Equestrian. I'm a young black equestrian. I am a young black <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Young Black Equestrians with your hosts, Abriana. Today, I have Efa of Equestrian Fitness Academy. I'm like trying to. Get the E and Phi in there, right? <laughs> I love, I love that. I'm like brand new fanatic. Like that's, that's great. Yeah. I can't wait to talk yeah. about that. But I am so happy to have you here with me today on this episode this week. So welcome to the show. Really thankful to be here, to have the opportunity to connect with you finally. Um, it's going to be an exciting episode. I know that for sure. Lots of smiles and lots of laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So let's go ahead and hop into it, y'all. I'm just going to say we had I had to I had to stop us before this episode. I had to stop us and say, hold on, like let's hit record. <laughs> let's let's because we were already here. We're already here. So Aoife, please just start by telling me or telling us about yourself where you're located, and a little bit about what you do. Got it. So I'll make the story as short as possible in a little bit of time. <laughs> uh, but my name is Ifa. I have a business that's called Ifa Fit. And underneath that is Equestrian Fitness Academy, which Abriana mentioned, uh, which is branded and uh, acronym is EFA, which is the pronunciation of my name. Uh, what I do is I focus specifically on fitness for equestrians. So training the equestrian athletes is what I do. Oftentimes I hear that word, uh, I don't want to use it, say thrown around, but utilized very often. And so with that, I think it's extremely important that we use that word in proper accordance with exactly what we live. And so if we're not living health, wellness, safety, and all the rest of that fitness, then how can we use the word athlete? So my job is to make sure that they're more of exactly that. So I focus on making sure that each of my riders are stronger, more stable, more supple, and have extensive amounts of stamina because we all know it takes a lot, and most people who don't ride don't understand that it does absolutely 
a lot for your body. It's extremely physical and it definitely gets the heart rate up. So I work on those four things specifically. They're all S's for a reason. So yes, that's what I do. That hits me right here. The, the alliteration. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's my jam. That's my jam. <laughs> so you told me, um, so you're located in New Jersey. Thank you. Yes, I'm in. I'm in New. <laughs> I'm in New Jersey. I completely forgot that part. But yeah, I'm, I'm up in. I'm up in the Northeast. Um, we have horses everywhere. I work out in this area and have for close to ten years. And I've been actually training equestrian riders since around 2014, believe it or not. Um, however, it was not a immediate passion because of where I worked. Uh, but the area um, definitely brought a lot of riders into the gym that I worked at, very small gym. So that really helped to get the information going and brewing. And I've been training them on and off ever since. But in short, we'll get into the exact reason why I decided to focus on that later. Yeah. yeah. So what you currently ride? Yes. What? Not often you- enough, but yes, yes. Story yeah. of our lives. <laughs> what discipline do you ride and how did you kind of get into that? Well, I'm, I'm walk, trot, canter right now again. But when I did ride more, I did more hacking. So trail riding and such. So years ago, my coworker owned a farm, <laughs> believe it or not. And she used to always have us come over and we used to ride and just go out on different trails and, and do that. So I would take family members, I would take friends, and it was always really, really fun. And I've always had a passion for horses. My uh, first uh, horse, my first animal that I got when I was younger was a horse, and my mom brought it for me. I had no idea why, but it was the most amazing thing ever. His name was Kwakwa, and so um, Kwakwa was everything. So it really, that started the love of it. And then when I got back into it years later and started trail riding, it was like, oh man, I missed this. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's like you start, you stop, you start, you stop. And now I'm, I'm, I'm going for the long ball here. Yeah. So what? Your mama just bought you a horse? Like, well, it was a, it was, it wasn't a real horse. It was because, you know, you're talking, talking about a baby here. So it wasn't a real okay. horse. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got to be specific. Okay. We okay. Be real specific. okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to fix that there. So my mother <laughs> bought me a, uh, a horse on a bungee. So you know how kids bounce around. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was called. So all, yes, exactly. So my little horse, I don't know what that thing is called, but his name was named Kwakwa. Not sure exactly why that came out that way. Uh, but everyone in the family knows that I, I absolutely loved it and did not want to give him up. So that's where we got the first horse part from, making sure that we're on the same page with everybody there. Yes, yes, that's awesome. So we we start with Kwakwa and then we we grow up and yeah. we, you know, start working. What was kind of your career path? before you got to where you were like what's filling some of that middle for me oh the middle is I've been doing fitness that whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> so um when I had that co-worker that I'm talking about I worked at a big box gym mm-hmm. in New Jersey Central Jersey and you know how that goes you have a bunch of trainers you meet them all you make connections with some more than others etc cetera, etc cetera. but that's how that worked and she was great she she loved us she, my brother worked there at the gym as well 
So it was really already a family thing. So mm -hmm. when she invited us and said, hey, I have a farm, come on over. I was like, sign me up. And um, because I always loved it and never had the opportunity, never had the resources to actually ride more often. So me from the inner city originally, that obviously wasn't a real uh, common occurrence, not in that area that I was in. So going and being near horses, uh, live horses, other than Kwakwa, wasn't a commonality. So when I got the opportunity, I, I jumped right on it. So that was what I really did was general fitness and training anyone who walked so athletes seniors kids um weekend warriors etc cetera, etc cetera. cool cool so what was one of the biggest challenges that you had kind of making that transition and saying i want to focus on equestrian athletes so if we're going to be super honest which is you know my number one thing for sure is when i first got into it i got my first equestrian client around 2013 2014. uh they came in and said hey i need help with this and so since i mentioned before that this gym was a very small gym personally owned um you know you're able to do things differently because the owner can say yes we'll do this we'll do that we won't do this we won't do that so in this opportunity she's like yeah okay go for it so I started training the woman because she, she was a dressage rider and she wanted to work out in the evenings, super late in the evenings, like 7, 7.30. My days already started around 6, so that was a long day for me. But when you start to learn about the equestrian industry, you all run very, very different hours from early morning to the evenings. And so since she was a dressage rider, she was a coach as well, making money, trying to show, do this, do that. And she knew that she needed to make a change to feel better and also to score better on her, um, her, her tests. So that was my task, to, to get her stronger, to get her more flexible, supple, that S again, um, and to also increase her stamina so that she would not feel nearly as tired considering she, she rode more than one horse per day. And so that's where it all started. However, the hiccup, and you said, was a challenge was that the owner didn't want to put much money into that building a program like that because she knew people and she brought people and it just it could have really turned out to be a huge thing at this facility but as we all say everything happens for a reason just like um um gooch said yesterday actually on her live she said that everything happens for a reason and it's super important that we understand that so fast forward five years later I'm doing this on my own. And so now I have to pick up all the pieces. I have to do the marketing. I have to do everything. And also reconnecting with the people that I've known and just building a name for myself in this industry. So my biggest challenge is overcoming the idea of who is this guy? Um, why, is he, why does he want to do this? And um, why is he so passionate about it? Um, that's really the biggest thing is why is he so passionate about it? And I really think that that'll show once people get to hear my story, once people get to know me, once people understand where my heart is aligned. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So tell me about Equestrian, a fitness, Equestrian Fitness Academy. What, you know, you have that EFI fit, but you kind of paired that out and made that really specific. How is that kind of, how are you building that as like the next step of, you know, your involvement in the, in horse sports? Got it. So uh, technically 
IFA Fit officially began in January. Officially began. It's been in the works on flyers and such for years, but never really incorporated and bought the name. So <laughs> got the name and then decided shortly after, during COVID, obviously, that I was only going to do something in the things that made me light up every single day. And so if that was the case, working with my riders, being out there training in the barn, no matter what the temperature was, because like I said, it's January. Um, knowing me, I like warm tropical weather, but that was not really the case. So since I'm back in New Jersey, I decided, you know what, we're going to go forward because I'm still happy training in 20 degree weather. I'm happy training in 80 degree weather. And if these people can get me out here with their horses to train them out in any temperature and weather, then I know that I'm really, I really love this. And so that's where I decided to really hone in on it. And so we changed the brand up and added the horse. And so you'll see that logo very soon. It is created, but it'll be on the website ASAP. But now E5 Fit has the horse on it and that's where it's gonna be. And then Equestrian Fitness Academy is just a branding so that people know exactly what the name is when they see it. So since E5 Fit is not really uh, specific to equestrians, we decided to make that the parent company and then EFA is the name of the program inside of that. So there will be many others, but as of now, the purpose of the program is to get riders, uh, you, whoever else, if you're showing each weekend, if you're hacking for fun, if you're you know in between, if you're a coach, if you're a trainer, a lot of my clients are, um, we want to make sure that you become a stronger, better version of yourself for your horse. And so the tagline is transforming competitors into champions. And so competitors doesn't mean that you're going for the blue ribbon. It just means that you're going and doing something and challenging yourself each and every time. So anywhere in that spectrum is really where we kind of fall in between the people that we work with. Okay. Okay. So tell me about, you know, what a day in the life looks like for you. Cause you said you're, you're out training people in a barn. You know, what does that look like? And then you also have home gym, you know, just take me through a day in the life. I know I would not be out in 20 degrees riding or training. So gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we've done it. We've done it for sure. Um, if, if, I mean, a lot of them up here do ride still during the winter. And what I've learned is that that's not a commonality everywhere. Um, there's places that get a lot colder than New Jersey, but uh, yeah, there's people who take off for the winter, don't ride until it gets nicer out uh, because of, you know, access. So here we have um, indoor outdoor style barns. You can close up the, I don't know exactly what they call them, the windows, <laughs> the gates, <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh, they can open and close those. So when you close those, we don't have to worry about the wind. It's still cold, but it's not nearly as cold because the... Right. Wednesday. Wind uh, chill is, is the factor is down. But yeah, this horse is 15 feet away. They're sticking their head out. They're eating. They're out, turned out. I mean, we're inside of the barn, literally. Sometimes we're working in the uh, arena. Sometimes we're working on the actual footing. I mean, it just wherever. So in the day in the life, we are. I am out and about either at a barn training outside or inside uh, virtually. So I do a lot of virtual. I do in-home personal for clients who have their own home gym, which is now more of a thing because of our 2019, 2020, 2021 season of what we've been going through here. So 
people have invested already. And so it doesn't matter if you have a little bit, two, two weights, a band, the body weight, or if you have a whole facility, um, it's really whatever your determination level is and understanding the, the reason why you should do this, why you should build your fitness, why you should improve your health, why that leads to better safety and uh, prolonged longevity in enjoying your horses and the lifestyle. That's really uh, what I do. So helping riders live longer, doing what they want to do for that entire amount of time. Okay. So how do you, how do you train a rider on fitness of themselves while they're riding a horse? They don't do it while they're riding the horse. They're they're okay. on they're on land. Yeah, they're oh, on okay. land. Yes, yes. Okay. We are. <laughs> I'm piecing it together now. I'm piecing good, it. Together. Good. I'm, it. I'm glad. I'm glad we're going we're going step by step here. I say something. You reiterate it. I say, oh yes, you're right. This is what we need to clear up there. But yeah, so, <laughs> no, they are they are on the ground. Mm-hmm. They are not on the horse. I am not a horse trainer. So I don't do that. I don't step on those toes. I do with the fitness side, the health side of that. So any type of extra maneuvers and movements that you may need to improve on, go to your horse trainer for that. If you're looking to build strength, stamina, suppleness, stability, you come to me. So that happens off of the horse. That's incredible though. That 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 is a, a interesting um, concept that I don't think a lot of people do you know you know equestrians in general but i feel like a lot of times you know riders of color they either are not in barn situations or um they you know don't sometimes they express not feeling comfortable like just staying at the barn all the time but i am i am really interested in this you know come to the bar not only are you working with your horse but you're you're working on yourself so how does that how do you feel like the work that you're doing is kind of changing the culture of showing up to the barn Mm, i've actually never had that question but it really really makes sense because i think i can see that light bulb literally going off above your head Mm -hmm. and like we talked about just before we started it's this is such an early topic, and I say this to everyone that I meet, so no matter whether you're in New Jersey or Florida or Maryland, wherever, if you've had a conversation with me, you've probably heard this before, but it's, it's literally like we've gone hundreds of thousands of years not working on ourselves as a question. Only the horse is the main focus, as if the person on top of the horse working in unison, prayerfully, with the horse never became a part of the equation. So we never got one plus one equals two here. And so that's what I really plan and want and will continue to bring to the industry is understanding that you are a major component in your horse's health, wellness, and ability. Because when you're able to give clear aid, you're able to understand and you're able to connect better with your horse or horses, that happens too, you'll understand that you'll feel different. You'll, you'll see things different. You'll experience a whole new place when you've added yourself into the equation because now you've now multiplied what you can get out of it. So that's really what I do and how I do it and why, I guess you could say, because it's, 
this is a, a unique industry. This is a unique sport. It's like no other. I mean, we had what Snoop and did you see the, the clip of Snoop and Kevin Hart uh, during the Olympics? Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but he made but he made a really good point when he said, "Do the horses get medals too?" He made a really good point there because when we get to the top of the top at this level mm -hmm. or in the levels that we have in our disciplines, the rider gets that, right? But majority of the people don't think that it takes your physical components and abilities to get to that level. And then you get the, you get the, the, um, the medal, but the horse doesn't at that time. So what I wanted to do when I saw that, I was like, wow, that really puts a light bulb in me. So we kind of have it backwards. We expect them to do it all, train them, strengthen them, get them better. And then we are kind of a part of that. But then if and when we get to the Olympic level, we get the, 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 um, the highest uh, accolades at that point. And so I want everyone, whether you're going to the Olympics or not, to understand that it is you and your horse yeah. first. Not the horse first, not you first, is you and. And so we, infusing those two is where everything comes in. And that's what I do through fitness and mindset and habits and such. Yeah. The two things that are, are just radiating in my mind that happen when you take your fitness seriously is one, you take responsibility of your part yes. in the partnerships, which yes. is what you mentioned, but it's also when you become more aware of how your body operates, you have that having that body awareness is going to help you be a better rider. And I, the first thing that like pops in my mind is, you know, when people complain about saddle fit or, or their horse is sore or they don't want to pick up this lead or they don't want to, and then they go through, you know, x-rays of their legs and yep. status, the tack, yep. the tack fit. Yep. Do we think that maybe we, I'm not going to say that we suck as riders, but mm -hmm. What is our part in that? Are we heavy on the left? Right. You know, do we not yeah. have balance in ourselves when we're riding? And those are things like when people are like, oh, I've had the saddle footer out, but they said the saddle fits fine. So what is it next? I feel like a lot of saddle fitters, you know, ideally watch the person ride. But, you know, it's just that level of, you know, how do I tell when my horse is off? Because I can feel, you know, I just have a better connection with my body and understanding what that feels like. And how many times people say trainer, like the trainer's like, oh, more leg, more leg. I don't know if I'm doing more leg. Well, can you feel your leg? <laughs> yes, yes, literally. So that's literally. what like was yes. going in my head. Right. And so what you just said was literally like my tagline and like my beginning and then my tie it all together because we must understand that we are first human even before we become equestrian. That horse has its own life way before we get to it, whether it's a foal or not, it has its own journey and so do we. So, but when we come together, it's different than a, a football player with a football or a soccer player with a soccer ball. Those things don't have much life before or after. Like we're talking about sentient beings, living beings, and 
they look to us and we look to them for so much and they're so healing. But it's like, if we really wanna get the true healing powers from and with them, then we must tap into that ourselves. Like you said, more lead. How's your posture? Is your core? What's your balance looking like? All of those different things are where we literally have to just do just a little bit more from the zero right now. Because remember, one plus one is supposed to be more than just one. Because if we're going one plus zero, we're not going to get two. So right. here is the same exact thing where we tie it into what you just said. Be there, be accountable for yourself. And if that's a challenge, that's what I'm here for. But other than that, you have to know that there should be more and I deserve more. And if I'm in that equation, then we will definitely be better. I'll enjoy this more. I'll feel better. I'll recover faster. Yeah. And so on. Neutrina presents an uncompromising approach to superior nutrition. Nutrient-dense Empower products are scientifically designed for low feeding rates. Empower Boost provides an added energy in the form of high fat to help your horses work harder, train longer, and perform better. Digestive balance supports overall gastrointestinal health and helps maintain normal gastric pH to keep them feeling their best. Empower Top Line Balance focuses on top line health and improvement and now includes chromium to support insulin resistant horses. For more information on Empower products, visit neutrinoworld.com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So before we, you know, started our official recording, we were talking a, a little bit about this this sense of entrepreneurship. Uh, we have a lot of um, a lot of the people that we have on the podcast, not only are writers, but have businesses of their own, yes. whether they be horse trainers, um, you know, created products or services for yeah. horses, um, own facilities, what have you. Um, but the question that that we kind of brought up and started talking about was what does it mean to be an expert in this industry? And I kind of want to impact that a little bit. You know, we talk about mindset, you mentioned mindset. Um, And so let's, let's unpack that. Got it. Well, for, for me, that word expert means someone who's tried and true. It means someone who can be tested and, rises to the level, uh, if not higher than that test, can handle more than one situation and uh, aspect of different things, and also has some time in the game. And so that definitely is me, for one. Um, and I say that because we, we touched on the idea of social media and uh, websites. And you said that, you know, based on where I am building that out and almost done with it, ready to launch. And I was expressing that there's some stresses behind it. It's that in the third and you're like, look, that's the last step. That's the last step. Like if you're not good beforehand, then I really can care less if your website or your social media is popping. <laughs> so um, you have to come with it all. So when, when that end goal is, um, seen, expressed, and felt, it should be backed up by something that's tried and true and all of the other things that I mentioned. And so since I've been doing this for 10 years, I really enjoy studying biomechanics. And so I I know that that word gets thrown around a lot. So I'll just give it a really, really short understanding and explanation on it is the way the body moves, whether it's an animal or a human, 
period. And so when people like me who love to study that, it doesn't matter if it's a human body playing soccer, but like I've trained before, Irish dancers, as weird as that may sound, how do you mm-hmm. gig like that? You're in the right place at the right time. You study, you know the human body, you know how they need to produce, and you do it. And so it's the same thing here. So five plus years of doing this and seeing and understanding, now I'm finally bringing it all together to make my own fitness academy. And so that's how you become an expert in something. You give it your time, your energy, and your effort and, and, and your passion because you have to do that to wake up and do it every single day or you'll give up. And that's certainly not an option. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And I think it's an important uh, you know, lesson to kind of comprehend for our listeners that are, you know have aspirations of being in this industry professionally in any capacity, you know, there is a lot of work that comes before needing to be visible, you know, Mm, and you don't want to, you don't want to end up in a situation where all eyes are on you, but you're not prepared. And so I feel like a lot of people are really, you know, get, hyper-focused on this highlight reel of social media that is produced and say, wow, it looks like they have it together. It looks like they are doing all this. It looks like they have this great achievement. Um, But the truth is we don't know. We don't know. And so the journey is is our own. But like you said, putting in that that work ahead of time and, and understanding and trying and experimenting and Mm -hmm. and seeing what works for you and what doesn't work right experimenting yeah you say that on your website experimenting yeah that's important Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. right yeah so I just um I really you know like this podcast honestly the when we started off our audio was trash. Like I tell people, <laughs> maybe don't go to episode number one. Maybe start around 2020. Okay, okay. You know, don't don't start at the very beginning. I mean, you have to redo them. <laughs> Gotta redo them. Yeah. But you know, we we still showed up. Yeah, we we still you know put ourselves out there and still continue to have conversations that we thought were important yes. and you know, and now we are where we are today. So that is a very important lesson for, for people to, to understand. And I, I think that you definitely in your story and in your journey, uh, embody, embody a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would have to, I would have to agree with you, with you there. I'm, I'm, I wasn't raised on being a trainer and nor was it a thing. Like we talked about 10 years ago, this whole uh, social media is your resume. This whole you are supposed to be always on your phone while training or while with your clients. You should be in your stories with them and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. That wasn't my upbringing and it wasn't how I got to where I am today. Um, and still, 90, 95% of my clients do not want to be filmed on camera. Who wants to be filmed in their most vulnerable state, breathing hard after your trainer said you need to do burpees? Nobody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There will be no burpees in our program. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so that everyone likes me a little bit better. Yes, yes. 
burpees are excluded. Come join. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. But yeah, so it's like the idea of being in your most vulnerable, not looking your best, and then having someone have a camera on you as they're trying to build their highlight reel is not is not how my business uh, it has worked thus far, and nor do I see it that way going forward. Now, if those in the program want to post videos and show that they are doing what they're doing, fantastic. I'll post those because you did. But in the meantime, I think it's important that we understand that the individual who has the information does not always have to show that information for them to actually have it. And so it's like every information that you get out of a book doesn't mean that that's all the author knows. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's, that's really where we're, where we're going with that one. Uh, just understand that anyone can ever ask me a question if they have any of that. I'm always open for that type of dialogue and conversation, which is how we got here. So things like this is exactly why I love communicating and talking to people and helping. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me grand vision, big picture, 10 years out. What is the, the vision for EFI Fit, the question, Fitness Academy, like lay it on me thick. 10 years out that's a long time um you know what let's go let, let's go let's go one five ten how about that okay in the first year the program will be launched which is not long from now the website will be up the social media will be running fluently and 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 easily in five years well obviously working with clients people working through getting excessive results, enjoying it, speaking the praise of not just me, but speaking the praise of what they did. Because like you said, it's accountability. It's really not about a person who can write down exercises, put them together properly and give them to you. I don't, I shouldn't get the praise for you getting results for that. I just wrote things down. What I get the, what I should get the praise for is that somebody had something that I needed at the right time and they were able to provide that. And so what they were able to do is coach me through a process that said, Hey, this guy really helps to stay on top of you. This guy really cares about what he's doing and he knows what he's doing. And then I went and did what I needed to to get the results and to ride better and to feel good. And now I'm riding 15 years or whatever it is. So that's year one, um, becoming less ambiguous. I want people to know more about who I am um, mm -hmm. and why I do it. In five years, I want to have traveled uh, to quite a few different states uh, for either clinics, workshops, programs. Um, I would like to, to tap into more of the, the, the Black Equestrian uh, movement, which uh, is an absolutely powerful thing. I was just talking to one of my clients this morning as we were training outdoors um, about, she had a Compton Cowboy shirt on, which mm -hmm. is excellent. And so, you know, she's, I said, how do you get into that, et cetera, et cetera, during the Black Lives Matter movement? I'm like, I'm th thankful, thank you that you, you bought the, the t-shirt that you're wearing it. And I'm, I, I stand with that. But I said, the one thing that spoke to me about that movement and this movement that we're in is opening up the conversation. And it's also something that can be felt. It's not just social media posting your pictures. When she's on that horse, when you're on that horse, but I'm doing what I'm doing, it's a passion that you feel. It's an understanding that's more than what could be portrayed in pictures. So that's my five, is working with more individuals, groups uh, like this. And I'm close to the Philadelphia Riding Academy area. Just haven't had a chance to get out there yet, but soon enough. Yeah. 10 years. Whew, really got me thinking on that one. 10 years. I haven't thought about 10 years out, but um, to expand on that, really to make an impact. It's not about me. It really isn't. Even though my 
my name is and the pronunciation is not about me. So more, I want more writers to understand to come to understanding in this time frame that we are a huge part of the process. Mm-hmm. You cannot get to two without one plus one. And I always go back to my 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 simple math here. Take and add yourself to the component to build the ultimate connection and community that you want. And then that will uh, grow within your friends, your family, and everything. So oftentimes my clients end up with one thing and then you get the kids, you get the mom, you get the dad, you get the grandparents. And it's, it's, it, it, it blows up even more to the point where everyone's like, wow, I didn't notice that I needed this. And I'm glad that this one catalyst was able to make that change. So, yeah. you know, you never know. It starts with one rider at a barn, a stable, and it just grows and grows from there. And then everyone continues to, to learn more. So that's my thing. Yeah, that's one to five, ten. Yes, 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 yes. And it's okay not to have a 10-year Like, who, who knows where we are going to be in 10 years, friends? Technology don't even know what it's going to do in 10 years. It's, it's trying to figure out the next two months. Right, right, yeah, right, 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 right. But I think it is, and clearly you have, it, I think it's important to at least give ourselves the permission to yes. dream that. Yes that far in advance um just so we can have a little bit of a compass um, to to where we're trying to go mm -hmm. yes 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 and so what word of advice can you give to aspiring equestrians or even you know entrepreneurs in this industry I'm thinking, just so you're aware. <laughs> I did not freeze. <laughs> did you freeze? <laughs> um, no, I think the, the, what I would say for the equestrian advice is to get started, is to inquire, is to communicate. It doesn't, it doesn't cost anyone anything to reach out and say, hey, I saw, I heard, I read, I, we had a conversation. What do you think about this? This is what I'm thinking about doing. I'm not sure where to start. That's what I do, you know? So since I enjoy that and I have that passion, I'm willing to share that at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. So get started. Always know that you can communicate with someone. And that's number one for the individuals who are entrepreneurs. Getting into the industry, already into the industry is just keep going. Just keep going because that is the little bit that leads to a lot of it. And that's not a really, it's not really a word or a phrase, but it really does hey. mean something. 1%, yeah. yeah, 1%. You get 1% better every day. And then we're talking about 365% chance of getting better by year end. And so if you cut that back, you're still making major progress, even if it's not 1% every day. So just keep going allows you to continue adding percentages on to where you are and where you could be as it as it grows that's awesome that's awesome get started and keep going yeah oh i like that yeah i didn't notice <laughs> i said those two like that yeah i mean wow. you said it wow. you said it yeah. yeah wow get started and keep going man that's that's everything i gotta add that to the program we add now we add now get started Go. and keep going we're giving yeah. you credit for that one we're giving you credit <laughs> <laughs> that's fine Why? just tag me just that's tag it. me that's it <laughs> yBE you already know right 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 all right so 
Uh, this is when we go into our derby round. The derby oh, round yeah. is you just answer the question with the first thing that comes to your mind. Ooh, all right, I think I can handle this. Here Ready? All right. English or Western? English. Solids or spots? Spots. Ooh, that's, ooh, that's tough, but I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. That's tough. Bays or grays? Bays. I love me. I love me some grays. Brown tack or black tack? Brown. Sponge or curry brush? One more time. A sponge or a curry brush? Sponge. Shod or barefoot? Shod. Bumper pull or gooseneck? Bumper. Bumper pull, like the trailers. Or gooseneck. Um, gooseneck. <laughs> Rope halter or a nylon halter? Rope. Yeah. Wood fence or electric fence? Ooh. <laughs> now we got me stumped on that one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with wood. I'm gonna go with wood. Yes. Okay. What is your favorite piece of barn equipment? Cross ties. Mm. Because in uh article supposed to be uh, launched soon i do an exercise that's a rowing exercise to warm up and get you ready for uh retracting the shoulder blades and getting your chest opened up so that you have good posture on the course and what do we use something that's always in a barn so you can tack it up to anything like your wooden fence post or anything else that's sturdy enough inside and that's the perfect reason why that's my favorite because it's, it's, it's more it's more versatile than we think yeah yeah what is your favorite piece of tack Ooh. that's a tough one too i'm gonna go with something super super cliche and say the saddle that's Reason. not cliche it's not it's not okay no. Okay, good. I think it was like, oh, well, real original there. Great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that one. <laughs> no, but I, I, the, the versatility and the technology of them nowadays is what really, I, I, why I say that, because I mean, there's, a, there's a dime a dozen and they all have just a slightly different art, artistry to it, which is why I chose mm -hmm. mm -hmm. When was the last time you fell off? Never. <laughs> <laughs> You better knock on that door behind you. <laughs> yeah, okay. never, 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 never. Um, um, yeah. Well, at least you will be supple, you know, if you ever do. You Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an athlete now. I can, I can move, but that's a different type of athlete that there. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm weak. I okay. Promise, the I promise laughs. I promise laughs. <laughs> Last question. If money was no object, what is one horse-related purchase you would make? If money was no object, what is one horse one one horse-related object I would buy? Um all right, let me swag this. 
I, I would buy a fully turnkey horse property. <laughs> it's got everything in it, it's ready to go. And I have more, I have probably 20 plus acres. Yeah, easily. That is one purchase. I know, but you say a turnkey, it just makes me laugh because I literally just looked that up because I'm like, what is this turnkey property? Turnkey property, yeah, what that means? Yeah. You just turn the key and you live there. That's <laughs> it, so that means everything is ready to go. You said one, so I had to make that one You know, everything. very specific, that is good. It's not, even it's not yes. true. It's, it's not. not, it's truly not. It's not. It's not. Oh my goodness. Well, that is the last question. Nice, Thank you nice. so much for joining me today for this episode. I absolutely enjoyed it and I am excited Amazing. to watch your journey continue to develop and unfold like a caterpillar out of a chrysalis. Um, yes. Um, let, let our people know where they can um, find you, follow you, learn more about the Academy when it comes out, all of that thing, all of this. Got it. So uh, everything's at my name. So Ifa Fit. So the Instagram handle is Ifa Fit, I-F-A-F-I-T. I'm pretty sure there's a period in between there somewhere, but yeah, you'll find it. Okay. There's, only, there's only one of me. Um, then the Equestrian Fitness Academy will also be linked there very soon. Um, as of now, there's a coming soon on there. So just keep posted, just follow and also reach out. So message me, say, hey, I heard, I saw, I read, whatever it is. And um, then we can have a conversation. We start that because remember, get started, stay started. So that right. Get started, stay started. Just keep going. Get started, just keep going. <laughs> there we go. Yes, there you uh, go. Get started, just keep going. And the way to do that is to start the accountability. So that's where you can find me for now. My website will be launched ASAP. That's at efifit.com. And uh, what you'll find there before it launches is there's some information. Just type your name and your email in and we'll be able to communicate through that as well. We'll get updates on when the official launches and then those who do sign up will also get some extra stuff. Let's count. Some goodies. Yeah. Good, good. Definitely. Well, thank you again so much. I really appreciate it. And I know that our listeners are going to absolute, absolutely love listening and watching your story. Thank you. Tapping into the community is everything, is everything. So thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for um, playing a major role in it. And let's let's keep going. That's, that's really it. That's all we can really do. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Young Black Equestrians. Head over to our Facebook or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought about that episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and have the opportunity to be featured in our next episode. See you next week.